0: Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Chip, and thank you for tuning in again. Today's going to be a controversial topic, I'm just going to tell you right now. A lot of people aren't going to agree with me. A lot of people will want to agree with me. They won't admit it. And many will agree with me. But, you see, the title of this thing is a double negative but i'm talking about marriages today I'm talking about marriages that are not very happy you know i've talked to some friends recently and i've talked to uh counsel some couples and and i have even lived the life myself of being in a relationship that was Oh man, it was definitely not something you wanted to be in. And then we come to people today who, the churches hold such pressure on people to stay married and uh, work things out. It's just unreal, you know. Um, I don't know, if you had... If you had, uh, you know, rotten teeth and a broken jaw and your tongue cut out and people telling you to keep eating, things will get better, you wouldn't feel like eating, would you? And the people giving you that advice don't have the broken jaw and the rotten teeth and half their tongue cut out. But they sure got all the answers, don't they? Well, it's the same with a marriage. You know, I was married to a woman for 23 years, and it was 23 years of pure hell. I knew when I married her I shouldn't have married her, and I did it the wrong way. I did it without God in my life, and I thought things would get better. Well, that's the first thing you never do. They're never going to change. I was reading commentaries a while ago and one of the writers said any red flags you see when you before you get married, just know that they're gonna multiply by ten when you do get married. And that's true. Everything gets worse when you get married. You know I I knew I shouldn't have married her, but I did, but then I then I had the <coughs> The uh, church thing in my mind, you know, you shouldn't get a divorce. you got to stay married. It's funny, you know, I didn't believe enough in the church to consult God before I got married, but then I wanted to live according to God while I was living in hell. Which, to begin with, God wouldn't have had me get married if I had to put him first, not to that person. So we kind of need to put things in order, in order for things to work out. We need to put God first, pray for our spouse, whether we're looking or dating or, or not even dating, you know, pray that God puts us the right person in our lives. But a lot of us are already there. We made the mistake, or we thought they were going to change, or things got worse, and then they come and they think, "Well, church doesn't want me to get divorced uh, church doesn't want us to wants us to work it out, and you know if they're they're beating you or they're having affairs or abusive just ask this one litmus test the one test does god want you to live in hell on earth or does he want you to be happy if you have children does god want you to raise children in hell on earth or does in that you may perpetuate this system of violence and abuse or would he rather you get out and be divorced and and go on and and make a better decision the next time well i'm gonna tell you when i was going through mine i've been praying for years all kinds of prayers and finally when divorce happened i went to my preacher i was crying and told him what was going on, and he said, well, first of all, you're coming in here thinking that God hasn't answered your prayers. How do you know that God didn't answer your prayers? Maybe he has opened the door for you. I said, what? He said, aren't your children at the age where now they're kind of on their own and are kind of, you know, mostly grown? I go, yeah, and he said, and It'll be easier to separate. And I said, Yeah. And he said, Well, how do you know God hasn't opened a door for you? And when I took that perspective, it changed everything. Now, you know, I've read the Bible numerous times. And there's, you know, the number one topic in the Bible is, you know, money. And people tell you all these other things. And God doesn't like divorce. And. Etc., etc., etc. But listen in Proverbs 21 9. I'm gonna read you this verse better to dwell in the corner of a housetop than in a house shared with a contentious woman. Now, that goes the same for a man. But it's saying, better to live in the corner of a housetop than in a house shared with a contentious woman. How important is that message? It is important enough that the writer wrote a similar verse six different times in Proverbs. Six different times he thought it noteworthy to tell people. Make sure you marry the right person, because if you marry a contentious person, you're going to have hell to pay. So what should we do? Well, if you're getting beat, or like he's cheating, or abusing you, and you know, abuse people is not just physical. If he doesn't give you money, if he tells you how sorry you are, or, or she, if they're throwing things in your face all the time, screaming and yelling, that is not an honorable marriage. Now, husbands, you should also honor your wife. But it takes two for marriage to work we have to love one another, care and respect one another. The Bible says that blessed is a man who finds the right wife. She's a gift from God. It took me it took me uh several times. And I finally got it right. But it's like We put too much emphasis on people to get married, especially at a young age. And then also, the young people think that running off and getting married is the cure-all. No, it's not. You're still learning your way around the world, getting your education, learning what you want to do with your life, and then you want to throw in marriage and babies. You just complicated the whole thing. Then you've got to grow up together with a baby that's almost as old as you are. So, what do we do? Well, like I said at the beginning, we need to rethink and rechange and retool our minds into the way we get into a marriage. But if you're already in there and it's it's a battlefield... Some people say, I just, I stay for the kids. You're doing the kids an injustice. Are you wanting the kids to grow up and have that kind of marriage too? I mean, I would rather your kids see happiness. An example of love in a family, a father or a husband who respects his wife and dolls all over her and a woman who respects her husband and, you know, praises him to people and stuff. That's the way we should be teaching our children about marriage. Now, I'll read you a couple of verses I found uh, other than the first one. 1 Peter 3 7. S- says husbands likewise dwell with them with understanding giving honor to the wife as the weaker vessel and as being heirs together of the grace of life that your prayers may not be hindered it's a reciprocal reciprocal relationship it's not all me 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 and you know Guys, I'm just going to tell you. You can find the most beautiful person in the world. And it goes for women, too. But if they're not well-rounded in character and speech and respect and honor, it's not, it's not going to matter. You need to find... Well-rounded. A woman that was made, or a spouse that was made, just for you, from God. First Corinthians seven fifteen says, "But if the unbeliever departs, let him depart." A brother or sister is not under bondage in such cases. But God has called us to peace. You know, it's hard. It's hard sometimes to break the cycle. It's hard if if it's all you've been used to. People are afraid of being alone or Having to start over, or having to pay for the divorce, or the house, or who gets the kids. (coughs) But I tell you, (coughs) these are all just minor adjustments to the quality of life. You can't make a cake without breaking an egg change change will come and go things will level level out things will get better but staying in the, in an abusive and horrible relationship thinking that's where god wants you to be is just wrong god doesn't want us in abusive relationships he doesn't want us abusing each other He wants us to be happy. Now, remember this also. Church can say one thing. Oh, I hate divorce. You can't get divorced. Can't do this. Can't do that. If you're a Christian and you get divorced, what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to repent. And once you repent, your sin is forgiven. Now, the world around here will still hold you accountable because they're going to say, oh, you were married and now you're divorced. But when you repent and you ask for forgiveness from God, there's no past. And if you're not a Christian and you're listening to this podcast and you've been divorced or you're getting divorced, or you, whatever, and then you can. You you profess to Jesus and you become a saved Christian. That's all behind you. You can tell people, "Hey, I wasn't I wasn't under a Christian a Christian faith at that time. I was lost. Now I'm saved. I'm forgiven. How can you be held accountable for what you didn't know before you became a Christian?" But you know that's the beauty of Christ. That's the beauty of forgiveness. If you go to bed tonight and you ask for forgiveness and you die in your sleep, you're probably going to go to the head in a line when you get to heaven because all your sins were forgiven, right? And you start tomorrow over. But I tell you what, Going through a divorce was a painful thing for me. But coming out the other side, I've been blessed with so many blessings. God's opened so many doors. Sometimes He's standing there on the other side waiting. You just got to step through. You got to take that step of faith and trust Him. As a matter of fact, how do you know Maybe he hasn't orchestrated some of this. Maybe he's put people in your lives to give you wise, uh, experience, advice. Don't shut the door on God and his possibilities. And don't shut the door on happiness. And this is Pastor Chip. Thanks for tuning in. God bless. Be safe. I appreciate every one of you. Thank you for your prayers. Pray for our leaders, our countries, and keep praying for Kylie Bristol, please. Poor little girl needs our prayers. And a friend of mine named Crystal, if you will, pray for her as well. God bless. Be safe.